Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Unstoppable Leadership Podcast. My guest today is Karina Darnell, and she is coming all the way from Barbados. So I'm hoping it's warm over there. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty much, but the nights can get a little chilly, but I guess not in comparison to other places. That's just going to say our low tonight is supposed to be 24. So, yeah. I think I would deal with the Barway Barbados weather right now. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so, Karina, let's tell people what got you started doing with what you're doing because you are also the founder of Balancing the Hats podcast, too. Yes, yes. Um, well, how I got started with that, I would have started last year. Um, you know, we were all dealing with COVID and everything like that. And I would have ended up in the Rise Up World Challenge with Pete Vargas. And, you know, he was talking a lot about podcasting, a lot about doing things that you love to do and giving a lot of encouragement. And I always wanted to start a podcast. I didn't really have an idea of how to start it. <laughs> um, but like I, like I always say in my podcast, I love to talk. And I love to be able to tell stories and not just my story, but the stories of others. So I said, hey, this might be something that I could get started with. And so I did. <laughs> that is definitely a good thing. And I am going to apologize right off the bat because my dogs are going nuts today. Um, so you were talking about starting this during the pandemic and that's a lot of people have started doing what they normally wouldn't have done. And I think we can all agree that when we do and we work on those things and we just take that chance to go ahead and do it. What have you found so far doing your podcast? What kind of personal development growth have you had since you started doing that? I think one of the major things would have been confidence in terms of, you know, you don't realize, although you love talking to actually do it. I mean, mine isn't live, mine is um, pre-recorded and everything like that. But just being able to have a conversation with somebody from another part of the world that you've never met, that you've never had a conversation before with, and, and you're having this ongoing conversation, it, it helped me to really build my confidence and reminded me a lot about why I'm doing the things that I'm doing and the reason I'm fighting to do the things that I'm doing, you know, and I think that that was one of the major pushes that I would have had with it. It also reminded me to not quit, to not give up. Because um, I've only done season one of my podcasts so far. It actually ended rather abruptly because I, I was dealing with Murphy and Murphy's Law, but what can go wrong will go wrong. So I immediately after my birthday, everything just started to go downhill. Some card malfunction, computer malfunction. Mike malfunction. I was just, I was just on the road. <laughs> um, but I subsequently made up in my mind, okay, you know what? This is something I love to do. I had a couple of my listeners reaching out to me and say, hey, Karina, what's going on? What's happening? You know, and encouraging me to don't give up, to don't quit. So again, it came back to that confidence boost of why I need to keep fighting for the things that I love, the things that I really wanted. So I ended up 
um, recording my trailer, setting out a timeline. And I think that that, that really helped me to, to get back on board and focus not just on podcasting, but all the other things that I, that I love to do as well. Yeah, definitely. So what else do you love to do? Because I know there's more to you than just podcast. Yes. Um, so I'm a corporate creative. I And I say corporate creative in terms of I work a standard nine to five job, um, but I'm also an entrepreneur. So I'm a birth and lifestyle photographer here in Barbados. I'm also a writer, so I would have published my first book back in 2019. It's called Give Me a Home Birth. Um, the birth story I didn't expect. It is available on Amazon. Um, so I would have done that. And, you know, I I do podcasting. I'm a mom, a wife, you know, so there, there's just a lot of stuff that that I, I like to do. So I'm mainly a singer, a writer, a photographer. So it's just managing all of the different aspects of my life. And I think that's where the idea for balancing the hats came about, not just to focus on mummyhood or parenthood, or not just to focus on being a, a employee as well as an entrepreneur, but to focus on there's so many different aspects of life that we have to balance, no matter who it is or what we're doing, there's some level of balancing that needs to happen. So yeah, that's where the idea came from. <laughs> Definitely. And I love that you said that and brought that up because there are quite a few of us that are doing those balancing acts because I'm the same way. I work outside and I come home. I do this. I'm also running my business, too, as well. And it's nice to see other people doing that same thing. And you know what? We're still breathing. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> we are. I don't know, but we're still breathing. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think the reality is because at one point I was talking to somebody and I told them, I think the true honest statement is there really is no balance. The yes, we try to balance, but at some point, if we're focusing on our family, then our work is going to take a back seat. And if we're focusing on our work, whether that's our standard job, then our entrepreneurship side is going to take a back seat. So at some point we have to understand that it's like a seesaw. One is going to be up while the other is down and that's fine. And I think that once we get over that part of understanding that everything cannot be priority number one, everything cannot be ranked the same way at some point. Yes, there are times where you want to be there to tuck your children into bed, Okay, that's that's fantastic. As a mom, as a dad, as a parent, you want to be able to do that. But sometimes because you want to go so far with your business, it might mean, okay, I might have done it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but Thursday and Friday, I have to push some work. And that's okay. <laughs> it doesn't mean you're being a bad parent. It just means, okay, for right now, I have to push to this next level because in the long run, it's going to benefit your children as well and your family as well to know that you're doing what you love and that you're happy and thriving. So, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with. They have the idea or they have the presupposition that you have to do one or the other and that you can't do it all. And that's one of the struggles that I struggled with for a long time because I worked in retail. I was in leadership in retail. And when you are running multi-million dollar stores, 
you really don't have much of a family life balance at all. Mm -hmm. And I had to learn how to really start putting my family before work sometimes. Sometimes that's when we learn how to say, no, I can't do this or no, I can't work over or no, I can't work extra. And learning how to say those no's in a good way, not in a bad way, but learning how to say those no's and learning how to, okay, what am I going to do this week? And what is going to take the front runner versus what's going to take the back seat? Yeah. And that's always a struggle. Yeah, it is. I mean, I don't have it all figured out. Um, but, you know, you, you make those steps. I mean, even with when I was doing season one, there were sometimes because of the time differences, sometimes I would end up packing like three persons to do a recording with on that day because it was just so much easier so I could spend the other time editing and one time my daughter came to me and my daughter's like, mommy, I don't like when you have so much recordings to do in one day. I was like, okay, but you know, mommy has to get her stuff done. She's like, well, you'll have to do it when I'm sleeping. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So I worked around that because to me, that is her cry to say, okay, mommy, I need some more attention right about now. So, um, yeah, you got time when I'm sleeping. <laughs> so I ended up cutting it down. I, I started to, you know, streamline it a bit better. So I was really only doing one podcast, sometimes maybe two. If she went down for nap time and we negotiated that, okay, this is nap time. So just go down. <laughs> um, we ended up doing sometimes two, sometimes one. And sometimes you have to do those things. I, I re- would have rearranged my work schedule. Um I would have spoken to management. So I actually get to work like 7.45. So that means I can leave earlier, pick them up, get them home, get get some time with them, story time, get them to bed. <laughs> and then I can get to do my other stuff. So sometimes it's just a matter of rearranging things. And then sometimes it's just a matter of no, no to everything and everybody else. I want to sit down and read a book. I don't want to do anything and I'm not going to, and it's fine. (laughs) It is fine. And I'm glad that you said that because there are some days of when I come home and especially on the days that I'm not hosting that I am going like, I'm not doing nothing. (laughs) Zero. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. (laughs) No. And there's not because it brings, Oh, excuse me. I don't know. I don't understand why I'm reverberating. So I apologize for that off the bat. No problem. But when we have to realize when our bodies, just like when our kids say, hey, mom, I need some time. Our bodies tell us the same thing. Our bodies are saying, hello, take some rest and pay attention to that. Because if you don't pay attention to that, you're going to crash and burn sooner or later. So it's just true. <laughs> I always tell my clients, if you don't have time to do something, then you take time for you. If that if that means at the end of the day that you aren't doing anything productive, there's not a thing wrong with that. Yeah, not a thing wrong with that. Yeah, and I think it, the, hitting the reset button helps us to to really be able to focus in the first place, because if we're always going and we're always like, like one of my persons would have said on a podcast, I can't remember who exactly, but if we're always filling up other people's cups, at some point ours will get empty. 
And if ours is empty, we can't keep going. If there's no gas in the car, it can't keep going. It's going to cut out whether we want it to or not. So at some point, like you said, we we have to stop. We have to take stock for ourselves, regroup, recharge, and then go again. Definitely. So on that note, when we're talking about recharging and you are writing your book and you're doing your photography and which I think home birth is such a beautiful, beautiful thing. And that is something that I wish I would have been strong enough when I was having my boys to make that decision. And I'm loving to see the resurgence of it and the women taking their power back in doing that. And even though we talk about leadership on this podcast, but I'm also about women empowerment. And when you are doing a home birth, I don't know if anything is even more powerful than that ever. No, I, I, I don't think it is. It's like, like you said, when, when a woman is birthing, I mean, that power to see her go through that moment of doubt sometimes where it's like, okay, there's a human being coming out of me and there's fear and there is discomfort and there's stuff surrounding that. But then aside from that, there's also love. There's also peace. There's also hope. There's also joy. And then as she starts to focus more on that positive energy and it's like, wait a minute, I can do this. I can get my baby out. That power, to see that power come. And then that first look at the baby, they're like, oh my goodness, this is this is my baby here. You know, it's, it's, it's a whole nother level. Definitely. And that's one reason I think that people that have the, how do I say it? I want to say the most precious moments to be able to photograph that and to be able to be in that intimate moment. There's a lot of life lessons in that. It is. It is. Even a mom, I remember I would have done her first birth um, with her daughter. And then the second time around in my head, I was like, yeah, she got this, you know, and she still, she still had that moment where, she felt like, no, I, I, I can't do this. I can't do this, you know? And then to be able to hear the midwife there talking to her and reminding her, like, but you've done this before. You can do it again, you know? And to see that reality come back to her and the strength, the strength is just, it's, it's just so amazing to me that, you know, it's, it's, it's a whole nother level. I'm actually working to see if I can get into the local hospitals here as well. Um, but hospitals is a little bit more challenging here, but hopefully soon. <laughs> Definitely. And I think though it's starting to turn the tide and I think it's building that relationship up because a lot of mainline streamline medical is all about procedures. And I think sometimes they forget that they're dealing with humans, even though that that is their number one customer. Sometimes I think they forget about that and they forget about the hard part of it. And whenever we have people to approach, you know, medical professionals. And I think there is still a little bit ways to go that there is that struggle of letting people in because they have this perception 
of people that want to do home births that were all about the woo-woo stuff and, you know, all about not doing a lot of things. And that's not really what it's about. It's taking that power back of something that's been since the dawn of time. Yeah. And doing modern medical. Exactly. Doing (laughs) modern medical is only been what the last 70, 80 years. Yeah. And we've been here for thousands upon thousands of years. Yeah. So trust us. We know what we're doing. Is there complications? Yes, there is. And we're not negating that. And when you have a really good midwife that knows that and knows those signs and know that you can trust them, that when they say, hey, it's time to go to the hospital, then it's time to go. Yeah. Because even when I would have set up my my plan with my midwife, Andrea Jordan, um, we would have gone through the whole list of pros and the cons and everything like that. And we had the backup plan for if I did, in fact, need to transfer to hospital, we had the oxygen tank, we had everything set up in the house, but everything was based on me being a a best case scenario. If there was ever anything like preeclampsia or anything, any of those other things that make me end up being high risk, then this was not going to be a job that she would have taken, you know? So I, I, I think that we should be allowed the choice and it not be taken as a, like, oh, you don't want to go to the hospital? Like, why? <laughs> it's, it's our decision. I, as I like to put it quite blatantly, I'm in my own house, in my own germs. I'm able to walk around and eat and do what I feel like. If I go to the hospital now, I'm, I have to abide by everybody's rules. I have to sit here. I have to wait till they say, yes, my husband could come in. I, I have to wear their clothes and their gowns and I'm going to be home. <laughs> There you go. And there's no better place to have to have a new life yeah. is to have it at home because it's it's just it's really a powerful thing. And that's one thing I love about having my granddaughter. I was able to witness, you know, her birth and it was it's just so powerful and just so amazing. And I take solace in that because life in general, whether we're women leaders, whether we're entrepreneurs, whatever it is that we have the strength to not only bring in human life, but we have the strength to grow them up and to show them, you know, our ways and to show them, you know, you can be different and all of those things. And I think leadership really starts the moment that they're born because their very first leader is their mom. Yeah. Yeah. And there's there's so much power in that. And I think we really don't think about those things as society. We lose a little bit of that because we're in the, I want to say, the instant gratification. And we forget about sometimes some things take a little bit of time. Yeah. And that includes birth. Yeah. <laughs> like this morning, um, because, like again, I was thinking about the podcast, thinking about you know, the amount of things that are on my plate that I want to do. But, you know, if you you have eight hours taken up with a job, it, it leaves a little bit of time to do other things and then family time and everything like that. And I remember, I can't remember how the conversation actually started. Um, I think it was more talking to myself than anything else. But in comes my, my wise one, you know, and she's like, 
I said something along the lines of sometimes I just want to quit, you know, and my child puts down the toys, comes to me, gives me this real serious look, looks me straight in the eye. Mommy, you can't quit, you know, I'm like, huh? Mommy, you can't quit. If you quit, I'll quit. And then daddy will quit, you know, so then the whole family will quit. So you can't quit. We're looking at you. So you can't quit. I said, but sometimes mommy gets tired and I need to, I need to pause, maybe not quit, <laughs> but pause and, you know, regroup, rethink and, and then go again. Cause you can't quit mommy. You can pause, but mommy, you can't quit. We're looking at you. And I'm like, okay. And after that conversation, went back playing with the toys and I'm there, you know, for a good couple of minutes after just like, did this just happen? <laughs> <laughs> Who is this child? <laughs> and our kid, yes, our kids come up with the darndest things. And they really, I think it's because they're still fresh from the And people, y'all, th this podcast is going to take a little bit of a turn. So if you're not into the woo-woo stuff and talking about the other side, you, you, you can tune off now because that's where this is going. <laughs> But I think it's because they're still fresh from the other side and they still have that universal knowledge and the world hasn't taught them yet that you don't have that knowledge and you don't have that universal knowledge in you. And they don't know that yet. Yeah. And they still know that knowledge and still can really tap into it really, really easily. And they tell us things. I mean, when my youngest son, I think he wasn't but like a year and a half. And one of the things that blew me away is we had started a fire in the fireplace and he's going like, I've been on fire. And he just like kept repeating it. And it like really creeped me out because at that point I, I really wasn't diving into any of that. And I was going like, what do you mean you've been on fire? Right. And it's learning how to listen to our kids because they really do still have that connection to the other side. And when she was telling you, you can't quit, they're right. We can't quit. Yeah. You know, and I agree with you. Sometimes we have to pause because yeah. we do get tired. <laughs> our human bodies are going like, oh, I've had enough, but they really do watch us. And not only do our kids watch us, but our team members watch us at work, whether you are a leader or whether you are a peer, whatever it may be, people do watch you. And even on social media, even if they're not commenting on your posts, even if they're not liking your podcast, trust me, they are watching you people. Yes. They are watching you. The average person, I think it takes about two years before they will reach out to you. Yeah. Two years. That's a long time. <laughs> it is. It is. But, you know, you've got to keep doing what you're doing. You have to continue to believe in the purpose and the reason why you're doing what you're doing and, and just keep moving forward. So, like I would have said, with my podcast, I, I did have a pause, a longer pause than I thought I would have had. But then it is to rethink, regroup and say, look, I need to go far with this. This is what I want to do. Let me keep doing it. So definitely. Yeah. And I love that you're doing it because I love the name of your podcast. So anybody of you that are listening and it's repurposed, um, it is called Balancing the Hats podcast. And 
that's what life is about is we we are in a balancing act some days we'll drop some of those plates and they go crashing down to the ground and there's not a thing that we can do about it but other days we are like the circus de soleil and (laughs) we're killing it that's right that's right i wish we had more of those latter days you know (laughs) like we're just killing it we just going yeah exactly like i got a lot more crashing plates than i would like to admit but you know i think i think the hardest part is to if you fall get back up dust off you know take your moment down there you know, you might bruise your knee or whatever, but at some point you got to get up, dust off and tell yourself, look, how bad do you want this? And if you realize it's something that you really want bad enough, that you really love enough, then don't let anything and anybody stop you and just keep going. Definitely. That's why I've done the crazy rotation of having four podcasts a week. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'm going like, is it about time Time to trim that back just a tad, just a tad. Yeah, even with mine, I was doing one a week, but that was with everything else I was doing. And I said, no, for season two, it's every other week. <laughs> so, you still, you still have you a were... family. You still have a family. My kids are grown. <laughs> now I've got my fur baby kids. They think they need all my attention, but my kids are grown. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> So I have a little bit of extra time. Well, extra time. But um, as we're wrapping it up, and what I always like to ask my people and what we want to know is what is one last nugget that you can give our viewers? Wow. Don't quit. No matter what life throws at you, um, don't quit. If you, like I said earlier, if, if you, if, if you're doing something or there's something on your heart that you absolutely love, that you absolutely believe you were destined to do, even if your family thinks you're crazy, even if your husband, boyfriend, whoever thinks you are insane, but it's in you. And no matter what you try to do, no matter how much times you try to shake it off, it's still there. Don't quit. Do what you need to do. Take the little steps. Nothing is wrong with taking little steps. A lot of people talk about, oh, that big step. Babies start to creep or crawl and all this stuff before they can walk and run. So just take that little step and start doing it. I wanted to write a book for years. Years. I only published my first book two years ago. And that's, that's the start. You know, I love to talk. I only started a podcast last year and I've met people from all over the world because I made a step. I realized this is something I love and I kept going with it. Right now as a birth photographer, I am fighting tooth and nail to get into the hospital because there's so much red tape here in Barbados to get into the hospital. I'm not gonna quit though. I'm gonna keep doing it because I love it. So if, if there is something that you love no matter what anybody else says, you love it, you want to do it, fight for it. Even fight against your own negativity that's going to be in your mind telling you that you can't because we are our own worst enemy and our own best enemy because sometimes we we start to get up and start making those steps and then we're like, this, this might not work. This might, who says it won't? Keep going. Pause if you need to. Sit down and cry if you need to. I've done it. <laughs> But eventually wipe the tears off. You love it. 
go for it. Eventually, the naysayers are going to get on board with you and be encouraging you as well. So do what you love. Definitely. I love that. Yeah, don't quit. Even even if you just got to take those little baby steps, like you were saying, even if you just got to crawl, even if you got to cry those tears, because trust me, I've, I've done that. Actually, I did that last week. Oh. <laughs> and I'm going like, you you can't let other people dictate how you're going to live your life. That's true. Because I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, when we leave this earth, we do have a life review. Is it like we're being told it is? No, it's not. But you do have a life review. And when you go and have your life review, what do you want to see when you rewatch that movie of your life? Do you want to see somebody that just did what they needed to do or do you want to watch that movie where somebody decided to say enough is enough and I'm going to take control of my life and I'm going to do what I want to do because yeah. there's not a damn thing wrong with that ladies and gentlemen not That's true. <laughs> do what you love <laughs> yes yes do what you love so tell us where you can what the name of your book is one more time Okay. It's called Give Me a Home Birth, it, the birth story I didn't expect. So it is available on Amazon. You can check it out there for sure. <laughs> okay. I am going to put that in the comments. Okay. Rena, this has been an awesome discussion and I've absolutely loved it and I think we need to have another one because you know there are some people that you just really click with and you're one of them <laughs> thank you I and there's I was facing this I would love it because I think is there's a whole lot of value when it comes to women doing what we're doing and we are making it work at the end of the day, even though we might want to pull out our hair, <laughs> even though when our kids or our fur kid babies, you know, want attention and they remind us that sometimes what we're doing is a little bit much yeah. to take that break and be authentic to who we are. And that's one thing that if I can leave anybody with us today is be authentic to who you are. Yeah. So, so yeah. thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. And, and if, I mean, if anybody wants to reach out to me as well, they can find me on Instagram, Karina Darnell. And if you want to, you can also check out my website, www.karinadarnell.com. So yeah, I, I look forward to hearing <laughs> and definitely. being on the show again. Yes, y'all go find Karina's website because it's absolutely amazing. I was perusing it a while ago and I absolutely <laughs> love it. I love simple, clean websites, and yours is definitely that. <laughs> Thank you. So, everybody, as I love to sign off, and I love to tell you, whether you know it or not, whether you believe it or not, you are unstoppable, you are the beacon of hope, and you are loved. Everyone have a good night, and you will see us back on here on Sunday. Have a good one. <laughs> Bye. <All right>. Night. <laughs>